Hi. Welcome to Dreamland. Mental escapes for everyone. This is a podcast designed to whimsically whisk you away through guided imagery. Before you dive in, here's a quick note about how to use this podcast. Visualization is meant to act as a gentle, safe place for you to go inside your head whenever you need to get away. A sheltered nook of scenes and stories to guide your mind to a calm, relaxing, and restful space. Basically, it's a bunch of overly descriptive nonsense meant to babble you to bed. The scenes will be familiar, wholesome, sometimes real, and sometimes unreal. Guided imagery is a powerful and restorative relaxation technique. As your imagination is guided through various sensory suggestions, your mind and body should respond as though what you are imagining is real. If you're having trouble visualizing throughout the story, that's all right. Try not to stress. Just focus on what you can and on calming and quieting your mind. It will take some time in the beginning to concentrate, so center your attention to the descriptive language as you are guided through this exercise. Think of my voice as a cozy chaperone to walk you through a safe place of relaxation. I am keeping you company and painting a picture with words for a meditative getaway. Begin by finding a place to relax and make sure the room is a comfortable temperature. I'd like you to find a position you are most comfortable in. This might be lying down on your back with your arms gently resting at your side, or you might be sitting on the ground with your legs crossed. You could also just be in a chair. Just find a position that suits you and listen to your body. Take a moment here to allow your body to relax into position. Take a soothing, deep breath and feel the weight of your body sink into the ground or chair as you relax, preparing to use your imagination. Take in a slow, deep breath through your nose if you're able and exhale slowly through your mouth. In your own time, please take another slow, deep breath, exhaling slowly again, allowing yourself to release any feelings of tension, stress, and anxiety that you may hold. Once more when you're ready, please take in another deep breath, hold it for a count of three, and exhale slowly once more, feeling as though you are really letting go of any negativity and stress. Allowing a calm wave of relaxation to wash over you as you let your subconscious mind open, giving your conscious mind a break while the vast, uninhibited part of your imagination is allowed to play in this gentle mental getaway for a while and then resume breathing normally for the rest of this visualization.
you find yourself standing on a long, narrow gravel pathway on the edge of a sprawling country estate. It is just before daybreak on a slightly overcast winter morning, the frosty skies overhead a hue of twilight teal, cloud gray, and muted golds and pinks as the sun begins to peek over the horizon and illuminate the dusky dawn. You reach a tall, black, wrought-iron gate whose connecting fence surrounds the length of the sprawling property. The stone pillars on either side of the gate are crowned with black stone ravens contrasting the white masonry that anchor the gate. Intricate, ornamental ironwork curves and turns around the top arch of the framing of the doors, triple spirals crowned by simple line ironwork and decorative arrows. A coat of arms features top center of the arch, a crest of pewiter with splashes of color to highlight the flora and fauna representing the heraldry of this house and its grounds. A wild white boar wielding a shield in one hand and a sparkling magician's wand in the other. The boar is back to back with a badger grasping a feather quill. Pink and teal roses flank either side of the coat of arms with scattered rosemary sprigs swirling and surrounding the crest with a pine cone atop the outline of the familial shield. To hang a pine cone atop the door of a home is an old symbol of luck, health, and hospitality, and you know that you are welcome here. Stepping through the gate, you are now enclosed in the safety of the estate, and you are safe to explore this place with your imagination. The temperature is mild, a comfortable chill that feels crisp and fresh against your skin as you walk the grounds, beige-colored gravel crunching and crackling pleasantly beneath your feet. A peacock crosses in front of you from a nearby patch of shrubbery, strutting confidently along the pathway a few clicks ahead of you, his long, teal and aqua plumage hovering above the grass and trail as if it were a regal cloak, swaying with every intentional, exaggerated step. In typical peacock fashion, the bird bobs and weaves in front of you, directionless, though still moving forward at a leisurely pace, which forces you to slow down and observe the surroundings in this patch of the estate. Ahead in the distance, you notice a tall building made of iron and glass its reflection swimming in the lake in front of it, a Victorian-era glass conservatory or greenhouse. The domed and angular structure seems to radiate in the periwinkle gray illumination in the morning sun, and you wonder what's inside this grand building, deciding to head in that direction. The peacock veers off a side path, heading to a small sloped hill to your right, with a tiny Roman-style temple at the flattened peak. The stone building is made of four pillars surrounding a stone statue of a curly-haired, two-faced man 
standing profile, holding a Trinity Knot key. The face looking back to the left wears a long braided beard, while the profile facing the right is clean-shaven. Their heads are crowned with laurel wreaths. This is the Temple of Janus, the god of gates, transitions, time, and renewal. January is so named because of this Roman deity, and he serves as a reminder that the present is always here with us, and it is within our own personal power to live within the now. That when you shine your light into the shadows of yourself, lighting the gloom upon the gray, you can reveal your true nature and transform in a cyclical, seasonal dance of renewal. Continuing on, you head away from the side path towards the open fields and clearings near the conservatory. As the trail turns a corner, the ground beneath you transitions from loose gravel to sturdy cement, the path encircling the winter-tinted lake, clouds of steam rising from the waters against the chill of the seasonal air. Forested pine and cedar trees surround your eyeline in every direction, dense in the background of this landscape. Lining the pavement as you walk, strategically scattered trees frame the trail, their bare branches silhouetted against the illuminating peach glow of the sky overhead, as if they were hands and fingers reaching forward and upwards towards each other. Smaller, spindly branches of a magnolia shrub swirl upwards through a patch of wooden fence. Thin twigs topped with folded, fuzzy white buds that look as whimsical and puffy as a bunny's tail. Their silvery white plumules swelling with the sprouts of spring flowers yet to come, signaling the oncoming change of seasons. In March, the blossoms will open to magnificent white and pink magnolia blooms, their flowers a symbol of perseverance, luck, and endurance. As you reach the massive two-story greenhouse and the silvery lake that sprawls out before it, you are greeted by a string of white stone sentinels carved and chiseled into cheerful animals interspersed between benches where people can sit and enjoy the grounds. First, on the edge of the courtyard, a perched owl, followed by a shepherd-type dog, rolling on its back with an exposed belly. As you continue along, getting closer to the entrance, three more statues guide your way. A dragon, then a lion, then a fox. Reaching the end of this side of the row, encasing the steps to the building, is a badger. Opposite side of the stairs stands a wild white boar, and down the line of statues stands a wolf, a rooster, a unicorn, and at the end of the line, an open clamshell. Surely these all signify something, though their conglomeration together is rather odd and bemusing, yet you recognize the wild, bristly boar and the cheeky, smiling badger as the same two creatures from the coat of arms on the entrance gate. You spiritedly skip up the short, shallow stone steps 
that lead to the entrance of the conservatory. Two towering grand arched doors with white beams frame the panes and panels that serve as the gateway to this other world encased in glass. Honeybee doorknobs made of brass feature on the exterior of the entrance and you grip the cool, smooth, hard surface, turn the levers to work the handle, and step inside. Immediately your senses are flooded with fresh sights, sounds, and sensations. Your view is an abundance of lush green palms, tall, thick, tapered brown tree trunks, dreamy, colorful flowers and pots, garden beds, and luxurious hanging baskets. Your ears rumble with the buzz of sprinkling mist and the chorus of some unknown tropical birds echoing against the domed glass. Though this indoor greenhouse is warmer and more temperate than the winter chill outside, the air and humidity is comfortable for your preference. To your right is a small table with a large tome, inkwell, and feather quill, an ancient guest book to sign your name in this place if you wish. The entrance encircled by emerald green arborvitaes, the center of the atrium is a wide open space for blooming perennials. Before you is a long, narrow, rectangular pool that glows with glimmering turquoise water. Lily pads float atop the surface and copious colorful flowers surround the shallow pool in long garden beds filled with a rainbow of hydrangeas and pink azaleas on either side. Purple, pink, lavender, and magenta foxglove in square earthen enclosures below trailing fuchsias in red, plum purple, and white hang from the second story of the conservatory. Butterflies flit and flutter in the atmosphere, and one catches your eye as it flies further down into the interior of this space. You take notice of an indoor path of sandstone tiles, which click pleasantly beneath your feet as you move along the walkway, heading towards an indoor grove of palm trees. Smaller, deep green ferns, banana plants, and Milky Way spider plants with their long, wiry stems make up the beds of the eastern part of this building, and you notice a Kelly green lizard resting peacefully on some decorative rocks in this section of the garden. Towering palms reach upwards towards the cylindrical domed ceiling of the conservatory, hiding a rather inconspicuous spiral staircase, which leads to a second-tier grid surrounding the length of the atrium. You climb up the white, wrought iron steps to the top tier of the building. Vertical spires cast to look like pineapples on top, a small circle in the center, leading down to another pineapple, decorate the balusters of these stairs, which wind and turn in a narrow passage, leading you to the top of the platform. The thin, Narrow sky walkway provides a new perspective as you wind around the atrium from above. The tops of palm fronds tickle you gently with their finger-like leaves as you stroll along the wrought iron grid. 
Now at the western side of the building, you reach a wider staircase, which curves around a smaller enclosed structure that looks like a small house, leading back to the outside, a separate wing of the conservatory. The windowed, angular tower made of glass is overgrown with forested ivy, deep green string of pearl, whose fleshy foliage cascade down in pea-like vines and purple wisteria dangling in grape-like bunches. As you head down the steps, you decide to enter this tiny glass oasis and the comforting glow coming from within. Inside the entry appears to be a small mudroom with stacked terracotta pots, empty glass jars in colorful colors of clear, blue, purple and green, gardening gloves, and old watering cans atop a long wooden table. Small open-air terrariums hang from the ceiling, and a few small pink roses are being repotted into larger homes for their growing root systems. This seems to be a supply storage and tucked away repotting station. As you walk through the room and reach a more homey looking hallway, you turn a corner to the left, which leads you deeper inside this building within a building. A small, cozy atrium den appears before you. The paneled walls interspersed between the large pane glass windows and triangular arched glass ceilings are painted a rich green, which match the lush greenery which hangs overhead from the conservatory outside. It is considerably darker inside this room, though a fire is lit in the ornate Victorian fireplace in the corner of the room. Large hanging baskets with dangling roses and fuchsias cascade downward from the ceiling in every corner, a lavish tonal sensory in green, pink, and gold. Books are stacked on the coffee and side tables, with warm glowing candles providing additional light, and a plush, leather-tufted couch invites you to sit or lie down for a rest after your early morning stroll. You feel at peace here, comfortable and refreshed after your walk through the country grounds and indoor botanical gardens. You may stay here in this place, focusing on whatever details you'd like for as long as you'd like. Know that you can return to this spot or any place you enjoyed whenever you need a mental escape to take you away. When you're ready, you may slowly open your eyes, take a deep breath, and give yourself a big, gentle stretch to return to the real world. Or relax the rest of the way and drift off into a calm and restful sleep.